Welcome to Sports Spectrum, the sports and faith podcast that brings Jesus back into the conversation. Here's your host, Jason Romano. This episode of the Sports Spectrum podcast with Giassi Zardes from the Columbus Crew and Major League Soccer is sponsored by Compassion International. Go to Compassion.com slash Sports Spectrum for $38. You can make a difference in a child's life by sponsoring them through Compassion International. What you do when you sponsor, you release them. Release them from poverty, providing food, education, medical care, vocational training, all done in the name of Jesus. Go to Compassion.com slash Sports Spectrum. Make room at your dinner table to sponsor a child through Compassion. You pr- I promise you, you won't regret it. $38 a month. Go to Compassion.com slash Sports Spectrum and sponsor a child today. Today's guest on the podcast is Giassi Zardes. He's a soccer player with the Columbus Crew in Major League Soccer, the MLS, of course, and also a member of the U.S. national team. And Giassi joined us to talk about his journey. Now, first of all, he's he's having a great season in the MLS this year, fourth in scoring at the time of this taping. He had 16 goals in, in 29 games and just playing fantastic for the Columbus Crew and really a resurgent season for him. So we talk about the season uh, in 2018 for Giassi and what that looks like. We also talk about his faith uh, and where that was rooted and how he stays grounded in the Lord in the MLS. What does, you know, what does the MLS look like as far as faith? Does it have a chapel service? Does it have Bible study? That type of thing. So we asked Giassi about that. We also talk about the U.S. national team and being a part of the matches, including tomorrow there's a match against Colombia that he's, he's a part of, and then they play Peru, and then they travel to England and Italy in November to face those teams. And what is it like right now to be with the U.S. national team, and how important is it to get back to the World Cup, which the U.S. was not a part of here in 2018? So I really enjoyed talking to Giassi. We don't have a lot of soccer players on, and I'd love to have more on uh, for sure. So with that said, let's get right to the conversation. This is Giassi Zardes from the Columbus Crew here on the Sports Spectrum Podcast. Take a listen. Giassi, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. It's good to talk to you. Appreciate you joining us here, of course, with the Columbus crew. And uh, this year has been a bit of a resurgent season for you. 16 goals thus far through 29 games, uh, tying a career high. What's been the difference for you on the field, uh, you know, on the soccer field this year for you? I, I definitely feel like the formation um, in which this team plays, but also the coaching staff and my position. You know, this year I have been a number nine, which is a striker. Um, I've played that consistently day in and day out, and I think that helped, um, that helped me personally because I constantly know what is expected of me from the coaching staff. Jossie, it's your first season with the Columbus crew, of course, traded – in January from your, your hometown Los Angeles team, the club that you basically grew up with. How has that transition been, that move been now that we're, you know, a pretty good chunk of the season through both personally and professionally? You're married, you have kids, you had to make that move to Columbus, and then, of course, professionally on the court. How has that move been for you? Yeah, so um, personally, uh, it was actually a, a great move. You know, when I kind of found out about it, uh, the first thing I did was let my wife know because, like you said, I have a family, and, you know, she's my partner, so um, I communicated to her, and believe it or not, she's amazing. She was out here in Columbus before 
I even came out to Columbus, you know, her and the kid came out. Um, she's trying to make my life as less stressful as possible. And she, um, found, found the home we're living in currently. Um, she did everything as far as helping pack up our old house in Redondo Beach, California and unpacking everything here in Ohio. So, you know, um, I'm really thankful for my wife and all, all the sacrifices she made to help our family. Um, you know, get here in Columbus and have me not really worry about it. But as far as on the field, um, like you said, I, I definitely give LA Galaxy a lot of respect. And, um, you know, that was my hometown team, and they, they gave me an opportunity, and I'm super grateful and thankful for that. Uh, but I was extremely excited for this new opportunity for myself and my family just to step out of our comfort zone and, and, and have an opportunity to play in a different environment. You know, I, I spoke to Greg Baralta before I came here and I was really interested in the team. And also, you know, after the transfer was complete, um, he was very excited to have me. And as a player, it, it really means a lot when the coaching staff is, is excited about having you and welcoming you. And, and ever since I've been here, this whole team has treated me like family. You know, uh, everybody on this squad is just humble and they all want to win collectively. They all want to see each other win as well. So, um, that's been the difference, and it, it, it was just really easy to get adjusted and acclimated to the new team. That's awesome. We're talking to Giassi Zardes here on the Sports Spectrum podcast. You're also back with the U.S. national team. Had games against Brazil and Mexico a few weeks ago, and matches coming up against Colombia on October 11th and Peru October 16th in the U.S., and then traveling to face England and Italy. These are international friendlies, as they're called, but what is the goal for in your mind for the U.S. team in these kind of in these type of games? Yeah, so I mean, um, you know, it, it's a huge honor to have the opportunity to play for our, our uh, my country. You know, the U.S. men's national team is it, it's like the pinnacle of soccer because you do everything you can to try to make um, the camp. You know, for whichever game um, it is in that particular moment. But I think it's um, this time, and uh, as far as the World Cup just finished and a new cycle is beginning. I think it's great for myself and other players to gain recognition by taking full advantage when you get called into camp of seizing your moment and seizing the opportunity. You know, there's a bunch of guys from different locations, different teams coming together for about 10 days, sometimes 12 days. And you really have to make good first impressions and day in and day out, you have to give it your all because it's a short amount of time and a short period that you're selectively together, you know, as opposed to when you're with your club team and you're with them for the whole year. So um, it's, it's an excellent moment for a lot of new players just to shine and a lot of older players act, um, to display their skill set and also let the coaching staff know that they're still here and they're still willing and able to work hard, you know, to try to earn a place on the U.S. Miss national team. But um, like you said, we have two big games coming up and, all I can do is really focus on everything with my club. And, and, and I know if I'm playing great and scoring goals and doing an amazing thing for my club, you know, the coaching staff of the U.S. Men's National Team is going to recognize that. And um, that could better my opportunities of getting called in to the next camp. But you never know what the future holds. That's right. And, and obviously, you know, we just watched the, the World Cup this year as soccer fans, really as sports fans this summer. And the U.S. wasn't a part of that. So how much is that kind of – you know, kind of maybe stick in your craw a little bit about, okay, we want to get back. We want to have the U.S. national team be playing in an event like the World Cup. How much did you guys talk about that and want that to be 
you know, something that, the, you know, you want to be back into in a few years? Yeah, I mean, um, like you said, I mean, it was tough. Um, not qualifying, but I personally feel like things happen for a reason. And I still think the sport is growing in our country. But speaking specifically on the U.S. men's national team, I still think we're headed in a positive direction. You know, although we didn't make the World Cup, all we can look at now is the future. You know, we can't look back. We have to progress which I think we're doing um, based off the last camp. And every camp, we just have to keep progressing and keep doing better, and I think we'll really be fine. Talking to Giasi Zardes on Sports Spectrum here. This is a sports and faith podcast, Giasi. So let me ask you about your faith, because I know on social media, you know, you include that hashtag, all glory to God, I think on every post as I was doing my research here, which is tremendous. Why do you why do you put that hashtag, I guess, and tell me about that faith journey of yours and where where it kind of has been rooted and, and taken shape? Yeah, so um so the reason why I always put the all glory to God, you know, it's just to uh, direct all that fame or glamour or I wanna say, um like I mean, kids look up to me, you know, and I don't want them to idolize me, but I just try to redirect, you know, all that attention, fame to, to God, because my viewpoint is I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for God. And, that, you know, and I, I firmly believe that um, based on where I come from, based on how I was raised, like, man, I'm so blessed and God has blessed me with all these opportunities. So it's no better way to, to use my platform to allow everyone to, to know and see you know, who I'm giving the glory to, you know, it's not, it's not me, it's God, you know, so that's why I always, um, post all glory to God, it's because I want to redirect all that attention, fame, glamour, whatever you want to call it, I want to redirect that to God, because, um, that's, that's who deserves it, not me, and, um, and as far as my faith, you know, um, I grew up in, in, in a family, um, Christian-based home, you know, um, I, I, I always, pay much respect to so I, I I have a family of five and I'm the fourth child and I'm the fourth fourth boy. And one of my older brothers, the one that's closest to me, you know, I remember in high school, um, just watching him because he's so close to me. I used to look up to him so much, but I used to see just joy in his life. It was just every single day, just so much joy. I'm just like, man, like how is this man living like a, a, such a happy life, you know, no matter what goes on, he's just so happy, you know, and I, I just kind of, you know, was talking to him more about my faith, you know, and making a decision on my own because, um, because I, I, like I grew up going to church, but it was mostly because obviously the whole family going to church, but you know, it was around right. like my junior year in high school when I was asking my brother and talking to him about, you know, his faith as well as my faith. And that's when I really took that leap and um, gave my life over to Christ, you know, and, and really follow Christ for myself and not for the sake of others. So um, that's kind of been the journey. And, you know, through college, um, it was the same ordeal, you know, just as far as growing uh, with my faith, you know, others knew I was a believer, and and here I am today, you know, and I, and I just try to use the platform I have um, as much as I can, you know, because I, I think, God's given me what, um, God's given me this gift for a reason, you know, to reach out to others, you know. So, um, that's just been my journey, um, ever since about junior year, I made that decision to give my life to Christ. And yeah. 
What does faith look like, Giassi, for you in the MLS as far as uh, is there a chapel that you can attend? Is there Bible studies? You know, are you kind of doing your own thing as far as staying rooted in the Lord? Is it all of that? Tell me about how that's kind of takes place and takes shape during the season. Yeah, so um, I, I can take you through, through my whole career in chapels and also how it takes place throughout the year. So when I when I got drafted to the to the Galaxy, you know, from college, I met an amazing um, amazing guy. His um, his name is Brett Brett Eldridge, you know, and he's um, he's a head pastor at uh, Arbor Road Church in Lakewood, California. Well, he was our team chaplain for LA Galaxy. And once a week, we used to always meet up with um, a couple of other a couple other players who were also believers, and we just grab lunch and go um, go because the front office and the team train at the same place, so um, and work at the same place. So we used to just have these Bible studies every week with people from the front office and teammates, and all was welcome and inviting and. Um, so we used to have these chapels, and it was very successful, and we just used to progress. And then as I moved from LA Galaxy and came here, um, I met an, uh, an amazing guy, you know, Jim. Jim is the, the man who leads chapel here, and he comes once a week as well. You know, he comes every Thursday, and it, it, it's amazing. Um, a couple of players, we all just get together. You know, um, Jim will have a passage. He prints out, um, he prints out scripture, but also he always prints out a reference to what we're reading about, whether it's a map, you know, um, of the, like Judea or Syria or um, the past geological map. And he's always making references to what we're reading about and how we can correlate it to our lives and help understand it. And I love that. But now speaking on game days, every game day before we go out, um, before we go out and play or warm up, I should say, it's about seven of us from, from our team that and, and a couple of workers at the stadium, but we all get together and, and read. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be like maybe one or two scriptures and just discuss it amongst each other, you know, like a little Bible study. And it, I think it's great, you know. I mean, I think Iron Shop and Iron are just us coming together and and reading God's Word and, and just talking about it. It's just real, it's real good. But that's what, that's what it looks like. That's really great, Giassi. And listen, it's been great talking to you. This is our last question here. We ask this to all of our guests on the podcast. And of course, the season of life that you're in with the Columbus crew playing in the MLS, being a member of the U.S. national team, you're married, you have three children, life seems to be going at 100 miles an hour, lots of good things happening for you. What are you learning from the Lord? What is God teaching you during this time of life for you? What's Jesus teaching you? Yeah, you know, um, that's an excellent question. Um, you know, like you said, um, I'm a parent. Um, I have, a, have an amazing wife, like I said before, but you know, it can, it's, it's just me, my wife, my three kids out here away from family in California. And, um, it's, it's amazing right now, but I really think patience is patience as a parent, you know, is what's really been on my heart from the Lord and what I've been reading about. Is because having toddlers, you know, they're growing, their brains are growing, but they're kind of determined, you know. You can tell them to do something, and they'll do something completely different, and 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 it happens consistently. But it's it's the beauty of having kids and having a family because they're blessings from God. But also, um, for me as a parent, I think patience is is really the one thing that I really 
reading about, you know, um, talking to other parents about, and really praying about because you have to have patience when you're dealing with multiple kids, um, you know, during difficult times. Because, like, if I get called to the national team, I'm gone from my kids for about 12 days, you know, and that's tough on kids. That's tough on my wife. She's by herself, you know. It, it, it's so difficult. So in these, in these crucial moments, you know, that I think that's the biggest thing. And I just have to reiterate, is just, you know, just trying to gain a different perspective on what patients look like and, yeah. He is Giassi Zardes from the Columbus Crew and, of course, the U.S. national team as well. Thank you, Giassi, for being on the podcast. Hopefully we'll catch up with you again sometime and appreciate you joining us here on Sports Spectrum. Best wishes to you. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. And we do thank Giassi Zardes from the Columbus Crew for joining us here on the Sports Spectrum podcast. Wish him nothing but the best. Fourth in the MLS in scoring, having a great season here in 2018, uh, coming over from the LA Galaxy to the Columbus Crew in Columbus, Ohio. Also a member of the U.S. national team, and we'll be watching him in the international friendlies that are coming up, including tomorrow against Colombia on October 11th against uh, Peru on October 16th, and then traveling to face England November 15th and Italy on November 20th, these international friendly games for the United States national team. So watch for Giassi Zardes. He's really easy to spot because he's got that blonde mohawk, I should say, on his head, and it's really cool, uh, sort of that Odell Beckham look on his head. Uh, so he you can't miss him because uh, he's got that unique haircut and uh, we'll be wishing nothing but the best for him and his faith, with his family, and certainly with soccer. Uh, so we thank him for joining us. We thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. You can always reach us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, as well as our YouTube channel. And for all of our content, we recommend you go to our website, sportspectrum.com, where there's a daily devotional every single day at 6 a.m., as well as articles throughout the day and week on the intersection of sports and of faith. We also thank our partners, Compassion International. $38 a month releases a child from poverty, and that's the chance that you have right now to make a difference in a child's life. Go to Compassion.com slash Sports Spectrum. Again, $38. It's the best $38 you'll spend every single month. Compassion International does it right. The most trusted child development ministry in the world is Compassion International, and we're grateful to have them as partners here on the podcast. Go to Compassion.com slash Sports Spectrum and sponsor a child today. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. We will see you next time right here on Sports Spectrum. My name is Jason Romano. Have a great rest of your day. See you, everyone.